Welcome to the Business Leadership Series, where we engage with leaders who are making an impact on their worlds and who want to share their knowledge and experience for your personal and professional growth. The following interview is designed to inspire you to become the best leader you can be. Your host, Derek Champagne, is the founder and CEO of The Artist Evolution, a full-service agency building successful brands, marketing tools, and campaigns, and also the author of the best-selling book, Don't Buy a Duck. And now, let's begin today's Leadership Series interview. Welcome to the Business Leadership Series, where our goal is to inspire you to become the best leader that you can be. I've got an amazing guest today, very excited, Chancellor Hans. Kent Hans is a lawyer, a former U.S. congressman, actually defeated George W. Bush, uh, a Texas Tech chancellor, and most notably a native Texan. With the launch of his new podcast, which I'm very excited about, it's Kent Hans, the best storyteller in Texas, and we're going to ask him about that. He shares stories from his legendary life on themes relating to leadership, politics, and great friendships with some real characters. Chancellor, thanks so much for spending a few minutes today. Well, it's my pleasure to be here and, and visit with you. And uh, also, I hope that I'll tell a few stories that uh, people will be intrigued and uh, they'll uh, go uh, look up uh, Ken Hans, the best storyteller in Texas, and listen to us. I'm not going to give anything away, but I've listened to each of your episodes so far, and I learn something each time. I'm usually bent over laughing at some point as well and inspired, too. So you have a real gift of storytelling. How, how do you get the claim? And I believe it because I'm with you on that. How, how do you get to take best storyteller in Texas? Where did that come from? That, that everyone that I've talked to has always said, you're the best storyteller in Texas. And a few of them expanded beyond the geographical uh, reach of Texas. But, uh, you know, I've always uh, been a pretty good storyteller. And, and my dad was. Uh, he always had great sayings like, no matter how thin a coin may be, it will have two sides. So on every argument, you know, there's another side. So you need to wait and listen to that other side as well. I like that. I'm not going to give away, I'm not going to spoil or alert, but your, your last episode about going to the wrong funeral is one of the best stories I've ever heard. And uh, excited for our listeners to have that. So let's keep that one as a surprise. But uh, give okay. us, you know, this is the business leadership series and just getting to talk to you is, is enough, but I would love to hear from you just, maybe uh, some of the, the best leaders that you've seen. I know you've worked with so many of the top leaders in the world and the nation, but I was curious, who, who's one of the biggest maybe servant leaders that you've ever met that by example, you were just uh, impressed with their leadership style? Well, I'll I tell you the, the top ones that I've ever met, uh, uh, President Anwar Sadat, uh, president of Egypt. Uh, he was a very humble man, but very strong, uh, very passionate. And uh, was uh, just a, a great leader. And then Margaret Thatcher, uh, I happened to be around her a couple of times, and I just watched her. And then uh, an unusual one, and philosophically, I disagree with him everything, but Deng Xiaoping, uh, who was uh, the leader of China, and uh, was not but about 5'3", five, 5'2", three, five, 5'3", five, something like very short. I uh, met with him uh, for two hours one day. Uh, with uh, I had Chief Justice Berger with the U.S. Supreme Court with me, and uh, we had a long meeting with him. And that was the time that that they made changes in China from everyone everyone wearing the same gray clothes to uh, having a little entrepreneurship 
and uh, encouraging people to invest and, and be in business. Uh, they didn't get the same liberties and freedom that, that others enjoy, but uh, they did make a move into encouraging their economy. And and I think some of the leaders here in the nation, uh, uh, I, I think Ronald Reagan was great. He could right. communicate so well and people liked him. Uh, President Reagan, I was at Camp David with him one time, and he told me that people want to vote for someone that, that they'd like to live next door to. And, uh, with, uh, you know, everyone would have loved to live next door to Ronald Reagan. I mean, he was a great leader and a good person. And when you were talking to him, it was like you were the only person in the world that he was concentrating on. A lot of times in politics, they'd be shaking your hand and looking over your shoulder, to see who's next. And, uh, he always, uh, took time with you and, uh, was a great communicator. Wow, that's impressive. Thank, thanks for sharing that. Um, I, uh, I I had the privilege to get to see you a few weeks ago and stop by your office, and I appreciate your your generosity and let me stop by. Um, you uh, and I shared with you that I feel like the the art of storytelling is being is is it's harder and harder to find, and it's really important for us to be able to pass it to the next generation and learn lessons. And you know, I, I'm hungry for that, and I know a lot of us listening are are really hungry for that. Why you're 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 very successful. You have you. you You've had a, an incredible career. You still have an incredible career. You have such a fear, sphere of influence. Why? Why do? A, why take the time to do a podcast with with all that you have going on? Why is that important to you? Well, I just um, I, I think there's a lot of the stories that uh, fit fit well. Some of them are really funny. People want to hear those, and uh, they'll have to listen to. But the, I did get the wrong funeral, and they asked me to say a few words, and I didn't know the guy, and so. Uh, you want to hear that one. I mean, that was having to think fast on your feet. Uh, but uh, there's there, there are a lot of people I've met in politics that are really characters and that, uh, you know, they're so different. Uh, doesn't matter whether it's President Reagan or President Bush, uh, George W. or George H.W. Uh, that uh, or Bill Clinton. Uh, you know, everyone had their different um, different abilities. And that, uh, you know, uh, I, I think Reagan was the best at communication that I've ever seen. And that uh, he, he, he made sure you understood what he was talking about. And he was quick and to the point. And then he moved on to some other subject. Uh, but but he, he was great. And I just want to make share those stories with people. And someone had told me you ought to write a book. And uh, so I talked to Skip Hollinsworth, who's the feature writer for Texas Monthly. And I think one of the best writers, I never read one of his things that I don't think I was there. You know, he, he writes an article and it gets through and you think, well, hell, I was there. And so I talked to him and he said, hey, 70% of, of the uh, humor that, that comes from you comes from your voice, uh, your accent, and uh, your delivery. And so you ought to do a podcast instead of a book. A book can be done later. And I talked to Pete Thamel, uh, who's the New York Times and Yahoo Sports. And he encouraged me to do the same thing. And he put me in touch with some people that do podcasts for Yahoo. And uh, I talked to them and I talked to a, a person at CNN that, that does podcasts. And so I decided to do them and uh, we've kicked it off. We've had great coverage, had great coverage. And uh, people have enjoyed the stories and we've gotten uh, excellent feedback. It's a great podcast. Really enjoy it. Uh, can you, can you indulge us in the story? I don't want to take away from the ones you're sharing on your podcast, but man, I thought if we can get a, 
if we can get a, a unique story from Chancellor Hans today, uh, even a short one that's top of mind for you, uh, man, I, I, I could uh, I could listen all day to your, the stories that you share. Well, I, I think one of the best stories uh, that I always think of, and, and there's tons of them, uh, was uh, I served in the state Senate before I went to Congress. And uh, one of the senators was uh, uh, A.R. Babe Schwartz from Galveston. He was pretty liberal. I was conservative, but, you know, he was my friend. Uh, that was at the time that you didn't hate people disagreed with you. And we need to get back to that time that, you know, I mean, somebody may be, uh, I'm a conservative and somebody may be liberal, but I still be friends with them. Right. And we just disagree. They have a constitutional right to be wrong. And uh, so I'll let them exercise <laughs> that. But uh, he tells a story that when he was a young man, uh, he was a district attorney, assistant district attorney sending people to prison. And he got a letter one day and said, I am going to kill you. And uh, he went running down to the sheriff's office from the district attorney's office. And he said, Sheriff, look at this. I got to have a gun. And Sheriff looked at it. And, and uh, you know, the letter was, I'm going to kill you. It's quick and to the point. And uh, <laughs> it was pretty understandable. And the sheriff said, you don't need a gun. You'll just shoot the wrong person or shoot yourself. And, you know, this guy's just trying to scare you. And Swartz said, well, he's doing a dang good job of it. He really is scaring me. And so the, the sheriff kept talking to him. Finally, sheriff gave up and said, okay, go over to this pawn shop and tell him I gave, you know, I sent you over there to get a gun. And he said, uh, get a revolver, a 38 revolver and revolver won't jam. And you point at what you want to shoot and pull the trigger, point and pull. And he said, now, after you get the gun, uh, go down to Billy's welding shop and get them to weld the gun side off. And, and Schwartz said the gun side, he said, yeah, it looks like a little BB at the end of the barrel. So you can line up and shoot straight. And he said, why would I want them to file, file that off? He said, file it off real smooth because that way, when they take it away from it and stick it up, it won't hurt so bad. And uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, at that point, Schwartz said, are you telling me I don't need uh, a gun? He said, yeah, I'm telling you, you don't need a gun. It, it's, it's a pretty funny story. And that, but I, I, I relay a lot of those that I got through the years. Um, I, I still think about Congressman Ralph Hall, who a uh, distinguished member of Congress, great guy. I was with him. We were both in Congress. We got off of a plane in Dallas and uh, somebody yelled Congressman. And so we uh, turned around and I didn't know the guy and Ralph did. And Ralph gave him a hug and a pat on the back and, and introduced me to him. And he said, this is Congressman Hanson from Lubbock. And and uh, this guy was a neighbor of mine, and he moved to California about 10 years ago. And the guy said, it's 12 years ago, and I've just moved back, moved back to Rockwall. And, and Ralph all of a sudden stopped in mid-sentence and said, I forgot to ask you, but how's that beautiful, charming, vivacious, cute, intelligent little wife? And this guy said, uh, I divorced her about six months ago. And Ralph slapped him on the back and said, you better off without her. Uh, you know, I mean, he turned that fast. It was a quick pivot and I was really impressed. He, he was a guy that was always quick on his feet. <laughs> oh, those are great. What I love about your stories is you land the plane strong too. And there's always yeah. a lesson in there. So I really appreciate that. That's, that is an art. Um, a couple of questions I have for you. I want to be respectful of your time. Um, with all the things that you've done, I mean, again, I keep saying that I'm not pandering to you. I'm just, I'm just really impressed with what you've done and the integrity of your career and the influence that you've had. 
what is, what's the proudest accomplishment or influence that you've had? It could be a big moment or a small moment. Like what's something that stands out to you that, that you are happiest about? Well, I think in uh, 1981, when President Reagan asked me to carry his tax cut, I carried the tax cut uh, and that we passed it. And it had a 25% reduction in the income taxes for everyone in the country that was paying taxes. And it was huge. It set off an economy uh, for 15 years that boomed. And that uh, it was followed by, by Margaret Thatcher. She did the same thing in Great Britain. And there were other countries throughout the world that uh, came through with tax cuts. The tax cut simply means that uh, you're going to keep more of your money. And instead of giving it to the government, letting them spend it, you're going to spend it the way you want to. And it'll have a faster and better turnover, in, in my opinion. Uh, you certainly have to have government services and you have to have police and firemen. And, you know, some people want to defund the police now. And, and that's that's unfortunate. But you got to make sure they do a good job. And they're accountable and that uh, that we have plenty of funds to make sure that we're protected. Uh, there are other things that the government has to do, the federal government. They have to have a military. We have to have a strong military. When you have a weak military and you isolate yourself, that's that's the time that somebody in the world tries to take advantage of you. Right. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, one one more question I have for you, then I want to kind of wrap it up and talk about the podcast one more time. Um, you Again, with all the accomplishments you've had, is there anything that's on your bucket list still? Anything that you have that you're looking forward to? In a bit? Is it skydiving? Is it I mean, whatever it is, what's what's something else on your bucket list that, that's coming up for you or should come up for you at some point? Well, I, I want to travel more throughout the world and was planning on that uh, last year. And then things, you know, interrupted that. And it's still in a state of interruption. I've traveled uh, extensively in Europe and, uh, you know, uh, Mexico and, and some in the Middle East. But there are other places I want to go. Uh, I've been to China and uh, into Japan. But I, I want to go to Hong Kong, uh, and uh, I know there's a lot going on in Hong Kong right now, but I'd, I would like to see it, and uh, it's a place I'd want a few days at. But uh, I want to do a trip around the world sometime and take about 60 days and uh, have my own schedule and, uh, and stop and talk to people, interview people. You know, leadership comes from the – and you're talking about leadership – comes from the fact – what do people think of you? If they think highly of you, it's easier to be a good leader. And, and so I think that people, if they want to be a leader, they've got to make sure they treat people uh, openly and honestly. And so that when they say, I believe such and such, people have a tendency to agree with them. And uh, I, I, in any organization, go back to when you were in high school to your present days, that someone in an organization could stand up and say, I think we'll do such and such. And people just, they, they didn't like the person or they don't like the delivery. And they know right. somebody else could have said the same thing. And everybody'd say, Hey, that's a great idea. Okay. So the, the delivery and the type of leadership, uh, I think that leadership comes, sometimes it'll come quickly under unusual circumstances in a war or mm -hmm. something like that. But most of the time uh, in your day-to-day -day lives, it comes from, how you treat people and uh, what you expect of them and, and, and the fairness that you show them. It's mm, great advice. I really appreciate that. Uh, as we wrap up here, uh, final invitation to our, to our listeners on, uh, on joining you and on your podcast. 
Well, they, they can uh, just go to Kent Hant, best storyteller in Texas. They they can go, I Google or anywhere, and just put that in. And if they forget my name, they can put best storyteller in Texas, and it'll pull it up. But you can go to Spotify, Apple, wh- whoever, and they're going to be uh, they're going to be able to bring it up for you and listen. And most of them are about twenty minutes, fifteen to twenty minutes, so it's a short lesson. And uh, we've done a eight. We do a new one every Monday. And uh, we've only had one that went a long time. And Ed Whitaker, my old uh, buddy and fraternity brother uh, from college, who was CEO and chairman of the board of AT&T and General Motors, uh, I did two with him. And one of them about AT&T lasted about 43 minutes. And he talks about how some guy named Steve Jobs approached him with a thing that he called the iPhone. And uh, they invested heavy in it. And it turned out well for everyone. And uh, then I had another one with him uh, talks about when he took over General Motors, uh, when the White House called him and asked him to take over when General Motors had gone broken. He was there almost three years and helped get it turned around and and did a good job. So I think all your business people would really enjoy hearing that one and uh, that they'll uh, I I think they'd learn something from one of the greatest CEOs in the history of the world. Incredible. You know, I'm not going to give them away, but you you. The way you tell stories, you took me to the place. I felt like when you flew to when we talked about going to New York and going to a game and and taking a private flight and and uh, just integration when when you were playing basketball and in high school and all those stories. I felt like I was there. You did a great job telling them, and uh, I think we need to hear these. There's great leadership lessons in there. There's humor. Um, there's history. There's historical context, and it's just a nice. It's a nice, refreshing, rare combination. Uh, in, in storytelling. So I appreciate it very much that you're doing this. Again, that, that is Kent Hans, best storyteller in Texas. Go to Facebook, go to Instagram, go to Google search it, or go to, go to anywhere that you can podcast and, uh, and you'll be able to look at that. Uh, Chancellor, thank you again so much for spending time with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Derek. All right. Well, I look forward to watching the great things that you continue to do. You know, the, the, uh, the integration one, uh, people are saying, well, you know, that there's there's racism and there there is still some racism. But you look at what we faced in 1950s and 60s, um, you know, you didn't have any CEOs that were African-Americans. You didn't have any congressmen, uh, or much less a president. Uh, and, and so we've come a long way and we've got a ways to go. But uh, I, I think that that the end to racism is education, but how you treat your fellow man, regardless of their color, regardless of their religion, or, you know, you've got to be tolerant of them. Uh, I stand firm by my views, but I tolerate other people and, and, and listen to other people. And, and, uh, that, I think that makes it a lot better, but the one on integration, I think is very good because it tells about a different time where people could not get served in restaurants. Yeah, unbelievable. It's things I've only seen in movies, you know, and, and to yeah. hear you talk about it firsthand with your friend who went on to be a Hall of Famer uh, and being with him. Uh, just I'm not going to give you any more away than that because I want people to go and check it out. You will learn from that. So, again, Chancellor, thank you so much and look forward to listening to every episode that you put out. OK, thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Business Leadership Series, where we engage with leaders who are making an impact on their worlds and who want to share their knowledge and experience for your personal and professional growth. This interview was designed to inspire you to become the best leader you can be.